0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. This week is not a regular episode. This is the first of our long interview series. Every month, I'll be bringing you a long interview with one of your favorite Broadway actors, and I'm starting off with Amber Ardolino. Amber just began her run as Marsha Murphy in A Beautiful Noise, the Neil Diamond musical on Broadway. Amber is known for her hilarious theater TikToks, and Amber has been seen on Broadway shows like Back to the Future, Hamilton, Funny Girl, Moulin Rouge, and Head Over Hills. I am so honored to have Amber as our first special interview. So without further ado, let's get on to this week's episode. Broadway buzz. Before my special interview with Amber, I'm going to do a quick recap of the Broadway news this week. There's a ton, so let's get on to our speedy Broadway buzz. The full cast for the upcoming revival of Cabaret has been announced, and some of the members of the cast include Mimi Scardula, Paige Smallwood, Julian Ramos, Marty Louder, Ayla Cochona Burton and Colin Cunliffe. And of course, leading the production is Eddie Redmayne and Gail Rankin. So, this revival of Cabaret, I'm very excited for. This cast is stellar. I have so many favorites, including Ayla and Paige and Mimi. So, you all better get excited for this Broadway revival. How to Dance in Ohio released its Broadway cast recording on January 19th, so you can now listen to the entire cast recording of How to Dance in Ohio. I've been jamming out to songs like Building Momentum, Getting Ready for the Dance, Today Is, Under Control. There's so many bangers on this cast album, so go give it a listen and go see this incredible show. It was announced that Amber Iman, Beth Lovell, Nathaniel Stampley, Andrew Simonski and more have joined the Broadway-bound musical Lempica, which will star Eden Espinosa. Performances begin at the Longacre Theater on March 19th, ahead of the April 14th opening night. I'm very excited for this show, and I've had the opportunity to interview Eden and Nathaniel, and they are both so amazing, so kind, so gracious, so I'm very excited to see this show on Broadway. The full Broadway cast for the Broadway-bound production of Stuff's has been announced. Shayna Taub will reprise her off-broadway performance as Alice Paul, and she's also the writer of the show. Some other cast members include Nikki M. James, Jen Colella, Grace McClain, Hannah Cruz, and more. I'm beyond excited for this show. I love seeing a full female cast on Broadway. It's very exciting when we have that on Broadway. And I, I mean, I just love, 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 Grace McClain, Nikki M. James, Jen Colella. I'm beyond excited to see them on a Broadway stage again. And those three together, this entire cast together, mind blowing. And lastly, it was announced that Stereophonic will make its Broadway premiere in this season in the 2023-24 season after its world premiere at playwright horizons i mean this we, we, we already know that this season is packed but this show this show was brilliant at play horizons it got glowing reviews. It got the best reviews ever. So I'm very excited to see Stereophonic. And you know what? I'm excited for this full season. That means more theater. That means more new talent. That means, you know, the best of the best on Broadway. So everybody should be getting excited for this Broadway season. Now it's time for my interview with Amber Ardellino. I mean... Who doesn't love Amber Ardolino? She has been in so many Broadway shows, including, like I said before, Back to the Future, Hamilton, Moulin Rouge, Funny Girl. She's done it all, she stays booked and busy and blessed, and now she's playing Marsha Murphy in A Beautiful Noise on Broadway. She has been doing this show for a couple weeks now, and she has been killing it, and if you haven't seen her performing Forever in Blue Jeans, Go watch it, go watch it. It is so phenomenal. It's on YouTube, it's on TikTok, it's everywhere. I was introduced to Amber from her fantastic social media videos, her TikToks, which, you know, bring you backstage to have a Broadway show. And they're so funny and they open your eyes to what Broadway is like. And I love them so much. She has half a million followers on TikTok, everybody. That is not an easy thing to do but Amber is doing it, of course, because she is just the best. And our conversation is so much fun. She's telling us everything about A Beautiful Noise. You'll hear one of her stage mishaps. You'll hear it all, okay? This is one of my favorite interviews I've ever done, and I know you guys are gonna love it. So here's my interview with Amber Ardolino. So my first question for you is, how does it feel to make your principal debut as Marsha Murphy in A Beautiful Noise on Broadway?
1: Um, it feels right. It feels, um, it just, I have been, I've been working so hard to have uh, a moment like this and um, to finally be able to step into a role and a show and a fit that just feels like I'm doing everything that I've, I've worked for and it feels right um, where I'm meant to be at this point in my life. Um, it just feels really special. It feels um, like a long time coming and I'm just finally happy that it's like here and happening in such a grand way. It feels um, really, really special to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, you stay booked and blessed. I mean, your your career is so cool to me and you've kind of, you've been a swing and then ensembled and covered and now you're stepping into it. So I wanna know, you know, what has made this process of joining A Beautiful Noise special and unique for you?
1: Oh, I mean, this process has been like no other process I've done um, to get ready for a Broadway show. I mean, because I was finishing up Back to the Future while um, rehearsing for A Beautiful Noise, we were on a very limited time crunch. So, you know, every other show I've done, I've had like four to six weeks to kind of put that show together. And A Beautiful Noise, I had eight rehearsals. Whoa. Oh, my God. a a vocal like, you know, brush up. And then we just went straight into um, my put in for the show where we did like costumes and I worked with Nick for the first time and it was so speedy and um, crazy and um, unlike any other process I have ever had to get ready for something before. So unique in that way, especially.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Eight, eight rehearsals is crazy. Tell me, what were those rehearsals like? And when you were doing those rehearsals, were you also doing a show at night for Back to the Future?
1: Correct. So um, they would rehearse me on my days off of Back to the Future. Um, and sometimes I have a rehearsal, like, before matinee of a two-show day. So it was, like, my days were packed um, wow. at that point in time. Um, you know, my first rehearsal was just me learning the music. Uh all the songs that i sing in the show Marsha um sings songs sung blue she sings uh forever in blue jeans you don't bring me flowers um she has a couple big epic songs in the yeah. show so yeah. learning the music for that was my first rehearsal then on day two we just tackled straight into scene work and i said on day two i was like we need to start forever in blue jeans today because yeah. I need to start building the stamina up to be ready to go into that number that big like cassie dance number you know exactly and then belting your face off at the end so (laughs) I, i made sure i was like day two let's tackle this beast um and then you know slowly we started bringing in other people it was like i'd get like to work with one of the neil understudies and then we'd bring in some ensemble members and then like by my like fourth fifth rehearsal um we were just starting to like run the show yeah um cool. yeah so i would do that and then in my off time like if i had a day off i would um do the rehearsal and then i'd go watch the show so i got to watch robin in the role twice which was amazing i got to see the standby i got to see the understudy so um that month it was just a lot of a beautiful noise any in any cramming it in any place I can to
0: see that's, it. That's so wild, but it shows <laughs> like what a transition from a show would be like, because for you, it's like da da, da 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 And I'm sure it was crazy and hectic.
1: Oh, yeah, it was it was definitely um, an experience like I've never had before in a show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Could you share any memorable moments or challenges you encountered while preparing for Beautiful Noise?
1: You know, a challenge I had (laughs) when I first started, I was really sick my first couple of rehearsals. Oh, I had that like upper respiratory um, infection that was going around. Yeah right the cough it was absolutely (laughs) wild so while i was preparing for that role i was also really sick i was in the um the urgent care the day before my first rehearsal
0: oh my god
1: so one of the things like about this is that's different is i mean my vocals i'm the only one singing on stage now Mm -hmm. there's nowhere you can really hide it's like you are just there and and doing it so the care that I've had to take for my body in a process like this, um, making sure I get my eight hours every night, making sure I'm like, I was on my medicines. And so I could wake up and steam in the morning and then extra warming up. So I don't hurt anything while doing two shows. Um, that has been one of the most challenging parts. Um, if that answers.
0: Yeah, for sure. It totally answers it. And have- like, and like going from ensemble to principal and doing that full switch, yeah. what was that like? Like, of course, a bigger dressing room, of course, you know, like like all the things, but like, what is like one of those things that you wouldn't expect to happen during that transition?
1: Do you know what's funny? I was talking about this with my dresser, Mallory, the other day. When I was in the ensemble, I'd always hear the principals being like, it's dry. And I'm like, oh, suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> i love that (laughs) but these theaters are so old
0: Old, yes
1: and you know you are really working with the conditions of like the outside sometimes if it's hot outside they blast the ac in the theater so you're really battling like you're not only trying to get through the show but you are really just trying to get through the conditions of what that day looks like um and i guess i didn't I didn't appreciate it as much, I guess, or I didn't notice as much when I was in the ensemble, but now, you know, when you're singing these high songs and you're in these old theaters, it's just something I never thought I would have to deal with. And now I'm dealing with it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this this wasn't on my question sheet, but I mean, Forever in Blue Jeans, we, we, we've we all seen the video, okay? We've all seen it. You are so killer. What is it like doing that high energy number where you're singing and dancing and doing it at the same time and really just like living the Marsha Murphy on stage? What What is that like?
1: Thank you, it's, thank you for saying that. Um, It's the Beyonce number for me of the show. You know yeah. what I mean? It is that moment where you step out on the stage and like, it is just, um, commanding. Like, the minute I get out yeah. there, I just feel it's like, I, the whole show, I'm, like, waiting to do it, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then, like, the dance break, the girls coming in with you, it feels, it just feels like that, like, Olivia Rockstar moment that Neil I, gets to have the whole show. So it's really special that like Marcia gets to have this number where she steps into her own of singing this like grand number. Um, and then by the end, you know, hopefully you're on team Marsha. She hits that big, you got to hit that big note at the end. So if it comes out, then you, you know, your team. Yeah. Marcia. <laughs>
0: exactly. 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 Um, it's
1: amazing. it's fun. It's a really fun number to do. Um, it looks fun. Oh, such a good number.
0: Yeah. Um, Neil Diamond. I mean, such a legend. I Before the show opened, I, I, was, I was able to interview on the red carpet and seeing him walk by was like, oh my God, this is incredible. But I wasn't too familiar with his music. So tell me, did you know about Neil no Diamond music? Like For me, I'm a believer. I love that song. I didn't know it was Neil Diamond
1: at right. all. Because we, the generation of Shrek, like we're exactly. the, right, exactly. like, the Shrek song. Like, no, Neil Diamond wrote that song. Like, what? There was so what? many that I was like, oh my God. And then to hear the story behind how Sweet Caroline was like created, yeah, how he came up with that song was so interesting to me. No, I, um, you know, of course I know, I knew a couple songs, but right. diving into, the, I knew You Don't Bring Me Flowers with, with Barbara, of course. Um, but now being in it, there's definitely a, a newfound appreciation for it. There's always been like, I mean, I always knew Neil Diamond and his music was iconic. And like my grandparents, we listened to it. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, going into it, um, the songs are, it's good. It's fun to sing. And good. there's there's some really great music in that show. Um, and I'm always surprised after like all my friends that come, they're like, I'm a believer in that show. Yeah, I know. Random.
0: It's <laughs> <Like, You're laughs> so random.
1: Yes, but right. really good, really good music. He is a legend.
0: Yeah. With such an extensive resume. I mean, what are some of your favorite show mishaps or unexpected moments that have happened in any of the shows? I love hearing stage mishap stories. So I have to hear one of your favorites.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I think this was like one of the first. I don't know if this is my put in or my first show. Um, in my divorce scene, I wore these really thin heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stepped on the stage, I stepped in the track.
0: <laughs> oh my, oh no.
1: Right, and I, I felt step in the track and I went, oh no, it almost got me. And I was like, oh, thank God it didn't, didn't get me. Like, but yeah. this, you know, we gotta watch out for these heels, they're thin. And then by the end of the show, I get through the whole show and I go to make my bow and I exit the stage and I do this big kick as I exit the stage. is kind of like a bye, see you later. And my heel get caught, got caught in it.
0: No, it did not.
1: So I was like, oh, I just ripped my heels off and I ran off the stage. It was my Broadway debut I'm of Beautiful Noise with my heels in my hand. I was like, we're just, we're going out like this. <laughs> hey,
0: but you know what? That just shows the show must go on. And also I said a fabulous show and steal even at the end, as I'm walking off.
1: Yeah, the- right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, honestly, nothing too bad has happened after good, that. Good, so, good. One and done.
0: Yeah, one and one and done. <laughs> Some- something I didn't know about you that I found out while researching is that you can sword swallow.
1: What? Uh-huh. I had to learn this for um, Moulin Rouge uh, when I did really? Moulin Rouge on Broadway. Um, I had to learn a lot of things for Moulin Rouge on Broadway. I had to learn how to do the trapeze because I understudied Satine. Yeah, and I had to learn how to aerial, do like aerial spinning with silks, and the last thing I had to learn was sword swallowing. Um, and it's so cool how you do it. Um, but because I, you know, a swing at the time, um, we, it was a rehearsal that, um, was, it was, we were on a time crunch. Yeah. Um, so I remember the first night I went on, I was a little nervous about how to sword swallow and making sure I did it correctly. And I went to go put the sword in my mouth and I cut the roof of my mouth with the tip. Ooh. of the
0: sword. Oh my God.
1: And I could feel blood start like, <laughs> oh <my laughs> in my mouth. and I was like, "Well, I can't stop now, so I just yeah. kept swallowing this." No, feel the blood going, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! But the show went on, honey. I pulled that sword out of my mouth. I was went like, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is so funny. Yes Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But yeah, that was a skill I had to learn for that show. Insane.
0: So we have some fan questions. I'm only going to do one or two. But first off, the fans love you. Okay. They. Uh-huh. Like you. But um, this is one I liked. If you could travel back to a different decade to spend a the day there on Broadway, which decade would it be, and what show would you see?
1: oh that's a really great great question um a decade you know with cabaret just coming out now i would want to go back to like the og yeah that um work in the kit club kit kat club like exactly like like, see that in its um process and like be a part of that that would be i think my my go-to i'm so excited to see it um now
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be epic it's going to be epic.
1: Correct. Um, so so cabaret would be would be a good one.
0: Yeah, and how do you keep up the stamina to do a two-show day, you know, um, on on the days you have two-show days and just doing a show, eight shows a week?
1: It's a great question. Um, <laughs> honestly, like before I was like flying on the seat of my pants, you know what I mean? I, w- I was like just, going through it. And now I'm taking it a lot more seriously. I see. Um, eight hours sleep is like crucial to your body being able to get through a week and your voice. I realize the minute I do not sleep, like my voice is the first thing that goes when I'm not really? taking care of myself and making sure I get my eight hours So sleep is like the first thing. Um, because we talked about like the theaters and everything, I'm a, a nebulizer girly now. I'm a steamer girly now. Every morning I'm waking up. I'm making sure I'm like clear. I, you know, I went to my first ENT appointment the other day just to make yeah. sure everything is like good and and checked up. And and now I'm getting into a routine that just feels. Um, I am really healthy. I am, you know, we're not we're not having glasses of wine at night. We're, no, no, no. <laughs> right? Like we're taking care of ourselves. Twenty twenty four is the year for self care, honey.
0: It's the year. It's right. The-
1: if there's a, there's a time to do it. It's now. So um, and I'm, once I get to the theater, I'm really making sure I'm like I'm giving myself a proper warm up between two show days. If I if I feel really tired after the first show, I've got to take like a quick nap before I go into my second show. Um just doing everything I can to make sure that I am giving a hundred percent in this, in this time that I, I short time that I get to do this, hopefully a long time, but short time, yeah. so, you know, you never know, but, um, yeah, really taking care of myself in all the ways. That's so special.
0: The last thing I want to do, I want to talk about before we go into quick round is of course, of course you are social media star, Amber oh. Ardolino, of course i mean my introduction to you was to social media i remember seeing you with um sue sylvester backstage at funny girl and i was like
1: my girl jane lynch Jane,
0: <laughs> jane Lynch! we love her right love how do her. you manage still pumping out incredible content while leading a show like a beautiful noise
1: thank you um you know it has always been fun for me i've never felt like it has been work and honestly that's like that's the big thing about it is like, I am, I have fun making these videos. People like and my, the cast that I work with, like wanna do this stuff. Like it, everybody's wow. just on board and it's fun. And it's like, we find time, you know, whether it's an intermission or a, a quick change. And that's kind of the chaos of it is like, it's all really <laughs> on the fly. Um, but, it's just it's a good time for me and honestly a passion a huge passion of mine is um directing and video editing and i feel like i'm kind of like uh nursing, nursing that um part of me that that creativity part of me through social media and content while also getting to like show people like what theater what broadway is like all these cool things about it um so it's just it's just always been fun for me. So I make time for the things that like bring me joy, and that's something that really does bring me joy. And I guess I'm glad it brings other people joy. So for you. sure,
0: for sure. What is your favorite video that you ever produced? Like, what's your favorite video that you made that you're like, oh my god, this is the one?
1: It's funny you say the Sue Sylvester one. I that making that video with Jane was one of my favorite like favorite <laughs> videos I've ever done. Yeah. Um, one, the song "Say a Little Prayer" is iconic. But Come on. To see Jane Lynch so quickly, because she is the nicest human in the world. There's like not uh, one person nicer than Jane Lynch. She is an angel. So to see her like tap so quickly into Sue Sylvester, I was scared. I was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> and I love my Beanie um, Feldstein series of trying to get her to make a TikTok and like teaching her that um, Lizzo dance, and then having Lizzo comment on it was like a high for it's me.
0: Like, whoa! I'm sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, honestly, that whole like funny girl um, year for me, I we put some cool videos out there. It was really fun.
0: And I mean, and I mean the um the cardboard cutout, love it.
1: Amber too. She's Amber too. What's amazing is she is currently at Back to the Future still. And my stage manager has put her um, overlooking the, the stage. So she's oh on God. the deck, like the calling deck. So everyone, like, she kind of watches over the cast. She's,
0: she is the guardian angel. Because Correct. you know what? You, you are OBC back to the future. How can you have Back to the Future without guardian angel Amber?
1: Right. Say it louder. Thank you. No.
0: You have to acknowledge... Guardian Angel Emmer.
1: I'll have to get her over to A Beautiful Noise at some point. Yeah. Because um, Nick Fradiani, who plays Neil Diamond, I walked into the theater and he has a cutout of himself as Neil Diamond.
0: <laughs> of course he does. That's so funny.
1: I need to introduce the two of them, probably.
0: I, I, I feel like they'd be great friends. They I do. feel like they a, a lot of shenanigans backstage.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So now we're gonna do quick round. These are some rapid fire questions. Okay. And I, th- I, th- I think you're ready. I'm ready, let's go. Favorite No Diamond song? Mm. Suleiman. Backstage bestie?
1: Mm. My dresser, Mallory.
0: Favorite, steak, favorite snack backstage?
1: Ooh, Sour Patch Kids, cause they have glycerin in them and they, they're good for my voice before I sing.
0: Favorite, A Beautiful Noise costume?
1: <gasps> Ooh, my green dress that I get a divorce in.
0: <laughs> favorite day of the week to perform?
1: Thursday matinees are, are lit, I be yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, The best part of performing in this show? Forever <sighs> blue jeans. Yeah. Favorite Broadway cast recording?
1: Oh, I don't have a favorite Broadway cast recording, but I have a favorite. Um, um, Drew Gasparini wrote like a Broadway concept album Ooh, called yeah. Use a Drink. That is on repeat. I mean, Alex Brightman, Andrew Kober, it is like really amazing music. That's my favorite.
0: Yeah, favorite vocal warm up.
1: Oh, my little straw, and I I like buzz into a cup like an idiot for thirty minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> best a beautiful noise dance number.
1: Suleiman probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ensemble, ensemble kills it in that.
0: And the best part of performing "Forever in Blue Jeans."
1: Oh, belting out that big note at the end, and just like giving it all I got, um, and then the audience. Um, having a you know they were they yeah. the, the opening night of forever in blue jeans was hands down like it, the most incredible experience i could have ever imagined in my career so like yes that that moment at the end yeah
0: you you you, you killed quick round you, you killed it but <sighs> but i mean the thursday matinees that is something special to beautiful noise because you guys as producer ken davenport who, i mean game changer what is that like doing a Thursday matinee? That's not a part of the usual schedule?
1: Yeah, Ken Davenport is really, really smart in how he um, he produces this show, honestly. and we're kind of like changing the vibe of it now. Yeah. Um, but Thursday matinee is like to be able to perform on a week where like no like most Broadway shows aren't performing that day. So to give audiences a chance to see another show at that point in time, amazing amazing um also you know our older audiences they want to be in bed by 8 p.m do you know what I mean exactly. Exactly. Like, let's do matinees moving forward I love I love a
0: matinee <laughs> <laughs> because even for me like you know I'm tired at the end of the day if I can go see a matinee show at 2 p.m be out at 5 30 go get dinner and be in bed that's the dream
1: in bed by 9 p.m. with an episode of love island on you know what i mean like watching exactly. bathroom, I'm, I'm sad that's yeah matinee is moving forward only <laughs> thank, thank
0: you thank you ken davenport, thank you, davenport. <laughs> and thank you amber thank you so much for chatting today this is so much fun thank and you, you are killing it in a beautiful noise it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper Ladies and gentlemen, Amber Artelino. I mean, she, that was just so much fun. It was so much fun, and... Amber Arlino kills it and she is so, she's just good at what she does and that's why she's been in so many Broadway shows because she's fantastic at what she does. And not only is she a Broadway performer, but she's also a social media influencer. And I think it's fascinating that she's able to balance and manage both of those things while performing eight shows a week on Broadway. That is it for this week's episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. Next week, next week everybody, we have some very exciting guests. I'm just gonna give you a little hint, okay? Just a tiny hint. Next week, I'm interviewing some cast members from *The Notebook* and cast members from *After Midnight* at Paper Mill Playhouse. So, if you're a fan, if you are a fan of either of those shows, let me know, and I will try to squeeze in whoever you love from those shows. Because I'm very excited to be chatting with those casts. And before I go, I want to give you guys a little clue as to who the next long interview will be with. So, he has been in two Broadway shows. He is from Arizona. If you guys know about him, he's from Arizona, and he did do Back to the Future with Amber Ardolino. Those are the only clues I'm gonna give you. If you guys know who it is, let me know. I'll give you a shout out. But thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. And this week, I want you guys to go and support theater. Local theater, regional theater, national tour, Broadway, whatever it is, go see a show. Performers are working so hard, eight shows a week on Broadway, everywhere, and I think theater is the best thing ever. So thank you guys so much for listening to The Weekly Ghost of Joel. I'll see you next week.